The tour content from now through Lagwa Omer has been generously sponsored by Malki M. Thank you, Malki. June is less than a month away, which means that I'll soon be transitioning into summer writing mode with more Substack articles and fewer recorded shiurim. The bulk of these articles will remain free. However, if you would like to support my Torah and gain access to additional spicy written content, consider becoming a paid subscriber by going to rabbishneweis.substack.com and signing up today. Hello, I'm Rabbi Matt Schneeweiss, and this is the Stoic Jew Podcast, where we explore the relationship between Judaism and Stoicism. Today's reading is from Marcus Aurelius Meditations, Book 10, Chapter 16, which is a one-liner that says, Stop talking about what the good man is like and just be one. <laughs> very, uh, very pithy. Um, so I chose this one because this is, I believe, the 200th episode of the Stoic Jew Podcast. Uh, and I say I believe because it's possible that I deleted an episode or two, but whatever. We're treating this as the 200th because that's the episode count right now. So I was thinking about that, thinking about the beginnings of the podcast, how this started off as just a project uh, that I had for myself to quit using my phone in the bathroom. That's when I moved my stoic books into the bathroom and said, oh, you know, I should I should re- start rereading these and get back into stoicism. And then I, I said, oh, maybe I should uh, have some sort of accountability slash sharing where I'm not just reading this for myself, but I'm thinking out loud. And that's when I started the WhatsApp um, uh, voice recordings, which were about five minutes in the beginning, which were only sent out to a handful of people. And then eventually um, in December, I think, is when I decided to launch this as a podcast. And then it's just uh, taken on a life of its own from there. So I was thinking about this. And I was thinking about Marcus Aurelius's uh, rebuke here, right? Now, remember, he wrote this to himself, not intending anyone else to see it. And there's a there's a kind of delicious irony in this because this is book 10, right? Uh, and I don't know over what amount of time he wrote these. Uh, I know it was uh, over a long period of time, but, um, you know, he he's written 10 books of meditation so far, uh, which is a lot of talking about what the good man is like. Um, and, uh, and he, you know, I'm sure he talked about this in real life also. It wasn't just in the meditations. And he did go on to write, you know, to write more uh, meditations, right? He wrote, uh, there are 12 books of the meditations, and those are 12 books that we have. I don't know if there were more. So what he's highlighting here is that there is a tension between between theoretics and practice, you know, between talking about about virtue and living virtue. Um, Epictetus also uh, talks about this in many places. Um, I was looking for my favorite Epictetus quotation on this, and I found out that I actually talked about this on the 100th episode. <laughs> so I'm going to include a link to that on that, uh, a link to that on the bottom. So Epictetus in Discourses 2.9 says, Philosopher, where are the things which you were talking about? Whence did you produce and utter them? From the lips and thence only? For it is one thing to lay up bread and wine as in a storehouse and another thing to eat. That which has been eaten is digested, distributed, and has become sinews, flesh, bones, blood, healthy color, healthy breath. Whatever is stored up, When you choose, you can readily take and show it, but you have no other advantage from it except so far as to appear to possess it. So I was was reflecting on this because I was wondering to what extent have I fallen into this trap? You know, we, uh, you know, I've been talking about the ideas of stoicism uh, a lot uh, and, uh, and, you know, I, I, I'm not shortchanging myself. Obviously, this has made a tremendous difference in my life, you know, and I've talked about that on the podcast. But the question is, you know, this is not an all or nothing thing. Like, to what extent am I just talking about these ideas and and not like, you know, showing the food rather than eating the food? And to what extent has this actually benefited me? You know, so I was thinking about this and um, and I was saying the Shema this morning, as as one does. 
And I was thinking about the some of the differences between the way that we approach knowledge and the way the Stoics approach knowledge, based on my understanding of them. And I, it, this was in the um, in the first paragraph of the Shema. So you know, we start off. You know, the Ramam says there are three main ideas in the first paragraph of um, of uh, of the of, of the Shema. He says this in the in Hilchos Kriya Shema, chapter one, uh, halacha two, um, which is Yichud Hashem, Avas Hashem, and Tal- Talmud, uh, Talmud Torah. So God's oneness, God's uh, love of God, and then and then Torah study. Um, so, so right off the bat, there's again a big difference. We obviously, uh, for us, then the entire purpose of life is is uh, is knowledge of God. You know, which which practically speaking is going to mean knowledge of God. We can't know God's essence directly. Um, we can know Him through uh, through negative knowledge, and then through studying His actions, His will, His. Um, you know, his, uh, what God does. And that's going to ultimately be through study of Torah and the study of the universe. So that's really what, you know, we begin with, uh, is, is, uh, is the idea of God as the source of all reality and who is physical and one and unknowable and outside of time, et cetera, et cetera. Um, and, uh, and again, that's, uh, that is obviously different than the stoic idea of God. We don't need to talk about that. But then the thing I was thinking about was really love of God and and Talmud Torah and, and studying Torah. So, love of God, according to the Rambam, is arrived at through um, through through knowledge. You know, is that you know, as the Rambam says, I guess I'll, I'll quote it because you can never quote this Rambam too many times. Hilchos Yisodei Torah, two two. Uh, the laws of the foundations of the Torah, two two. Heach hi derech laavaso v'yiraso. What is the way to love God and to fear Him? B'shashi is bonin adam b'masav uvrov haniflaim hagdolim. At a time when a man uh, contemplates, gains insight into God's uh, actions and wondrous great creations, v'yir mehem chachmasos ein la'erech locates, and he sees from them His wisdom, which is without end and without comparison. Miyad hu ohev umeshabeach umefar umisave tava gadola leda Hashem hagadol. He immediately is filled with, uh, with. He immediately loves and praises and glorifies, and is filled with a great desire to know the 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 great name, uh, the name of God, uh, meaning knowledge of God. Kamosh Amar David, like like King David said, My soul thirsts for God, for the living God. Um, and when he contemplates these very things, Miyadhu Nirte Laachorav, he immediately. Um, Sorry, not when he contemplates. When he thinks about these things, meaning in a uh, in a practical sense, uh, uh, in a type of thought that involves action on the world, miyadhu nirta lachorav, he immediately recoils backwards. He fears and trembles and knows that he is a small creature, lowly and dark, standing with a, a frail mind, a frail and puny mind, before a being who is perfect in knowledge. Kamosh Amar David ki Ma enosh as as uh, King David said, when I see your heavens, what is man that you should notice him? Okay, so that's love of God and fear of God. And again, essentially, love of God for us as an activity is philosophy, is philosophia, is love of knowledge. You know, but again, not knowledge for for uh, for just uh, intellectual amusement, but in order to gain to to access and to connect to the source of all reality. Uh, to God himself, you know, uh, insofar as a human being is capable of. Anyway, I was thinking about this, and I was thinking that in Stoicism, if knowledge is used not as what the purpose of life is or, you know, or what makes man a unique creature, but it's used as a means towards achieving happiness or peace or tranquility or whatever you want to say the goal of Stoicism is, um, 
then yeah, then of course, if you're not if you're not putting into practice what you uh, if you're just talking and and uh, and about what a good man is and you're you're just learning it but you're not actually putting it into practice, so then that's like an inherent like then what are you doing? That's just hypocrisy. It's in, it's ineffective. You know what are you involved in? So for us, for Jews. There, there is that element. Obviously, we do. Chazal have many statements where they criticize someone who, uh, you know, who learns and doesn't uh, act uh, on the basis of that learning. Um, but we do find value in talking about ideas per se, uh, and that—that's you know, avas Hashem, love of God, is when you're involved in in Torah lishma and in, in in learning for its own sake, and 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 it culminates. The, the culmination of that is 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 this, like the Ramam said, like this desire to know the source of all reality that is of value in and of itself. And I've, I've talked about this point many times about how, how I feel like, uh, I've not seen this idea of Torah Lishma in the, in the Stoics, you know, of learning Lishma. And then I was thinking, I was, this is still in the Shema that we talk about you should teach them to your children and you should speak of them. You know, you know, when you walk on your way, when you, when you lie down, when you rise up, etc. And that's the mitzvah of Talmud Torah. And I was thinking that, that, you know, that's another benefit of talking about these ideas, even if it's, if you're not, uh, even if you're, you're not fully embodying them yet, um, which is that it creates a culture and a society which revolves around, around ideas and around learning. And there's value in that also, even if the idea is not immediately um, uh, implemented in action. Uh, and and as I was thinking about these things, I was thinking about the Stoke Jew podcast and how, yeah, of course, you know, uh, I and the others who uh, are involved in, in their own sto- Stoic learning or in listening to this podcast, of course, we're not embodying all of the, um, you know, all of these things in action. You know, it's a process. It's, it's, it's a lifetime. It takes a while. But in the meantime, I think there are, in addition to being en route to to implementing these things in action, I think there has been, I can speak for myself, a tremendous gain in Avas Hashem, in love of God, through discussing these ideas, uh, which is on a separate track from putting them into practice, meaning that there's value in, in, in the love of God I've gained through this, and, and love of his Torah and appreciation of that. And there's also a value in the community that we've created, um, through talking about stoicism is look like i i've been reading the stoics uh writings for a long time but not until i started the podcast has this become a a regular topic of conversation among my my friends and my students and we're we're constantly talking about these ideas and that has an effect that ultimately does benefit us in action because when we're talking about these things for you know whether it's just to review intellectually or whether it's to figure out how to implement it practically or or crafting uh you know what i call experiments to try to put this into action in a way that is uh, sustainable um you know and and uh and, and not overly ambitious these are all benefits that have come from talking about what it's like to be a good man uh according to the stoics so while i understand where marcus Aurelius's rebuke is coming from uh then and it's important to keep in mind like am i you know Constantly asking yourself whether you're just whether you're just talking about what it's like to be a good man uh, and and not moving towards being one um, and you know are, are you being hypocritical? I think there is benefit that he's not acknowledging in that one line rebuke. Again, I'm, I'm not I'm not saying that he should have written a paragraph to say everything that I'm saying right now, but but you know there's something you know th- there's another side of the of, of the coin, um, especially from a Jewish perspective uh, of knowledge, and I think. Uh, 
you know, as, as we move uh, into the territory of 200 episodes and, you know, God willing, this will continue, I think we should keep that in mind and, um, and realize that, yeah, in addition to, to um, learning about these ideas as a means of implementing them in action, then we are also gaining a tremendous uh, appreciation of Torah, which leads to Avas Hashem, and we are creating a community in which these ideas are talked about, uh, and that is uh, makes them more likely to be implemented and to um, to lead to, to to the Avas Hashem I was talking about. So that that is a benefit. Um, yeah. So um, I, I guess that is it for today's uh, episode. I have not actually. Um, uh, what do you call? Uh, I haven't. Um, uh, read my list of, of, of patrons, uh, in a while on, on Patreon, but, um, I, uh, this would be a good time to do it. I'm trying, I'm stalling as I log into Patreon. Uh, that's how long I haven't done it is that I've been logged out. Uh, hopefully this will get going. If not, I'll use the old list or I'll do it another time. Yeah, this is going to be, take, I should have set it up ahead of time, but, uh, I'll, I'll just uh, give the general thank you that I always do. Um, uh, let's go here. Yeah. Hold on just one second here. Oh, man. Yeah, something's wrong. Okay. That's it for today's episode. If you've gained from what you've learned here today, please consider contributing to my Patreon at www.patreon.com slash Rabbi Schneeweiss. Alternatively, if you would like to make a direct contribution to the Rabbi Schneeweiss Torah content fund, my Venmo is at Matt Schneeweiss, Matt hyphen Schneeweiss, and my Zelle and PayPal are Matt Schneeweiss at gmail.com. Even a small contribution goes a long way to covering the cost of my podcast and will provide me with the financial freedom to produce even more Torah content for you. If you would like to sponsor a day's or a week's worth of content, or if you are interested in enlisting my services as a teacher or a tutor, you can reach me at rabbishneeweiss at gmail.com. Thank you to my listeners for listening. Thank you to my readers for reading, and thank you to my supporters for supporting my efforts to make Torah ideas available and accessible to everyone. And here's to more learning.